0: Hey everyone, it's Leanne Wolke, and I want to talk to you today about time. The truth is, we all have 24 hours in a day. Mother Teresa had 24 hours, the President of the U.S. has 24 hours, Jesus had 24 hours. Everybody gets 24 hours. And I often find myself looking at the list of things I have to get accomplished in any day and looking at the clock and thinking, there's no way this is ever going to work out. I know for me is in college, I actually worked for Franklin Covey, um, and that was fantastic because I learned a lot about time management. I often say that my Franklin planner is what got me through grad school, being able to plan, being able to look, being able to see what it was I needed to get done, and then executing that plan. However, as I became involved in more things and my days began to get more complicated, The list got longer and longer, and suddenly I found myself feeling very burned out, overwhelmed, and unable to even get the things on the list off. As I record this, I'm sitting here looking directly across my office wall with a whiteboard with, again, more lists, and the lists seem to be everywhere. Um, I know for me that a lot of times in my uh, desire to want to cross off things off of the list I'll do the things that seem important or necessary and leave those things like self-care towards the end, which sometimes, unfortunately, tend to get pushed off the schedule given any given any given the day and the amount of time I have available. But today, I actually spent some time having a conversation with someone about business and about different ideas for our business and brainstorming and really getting creative and thinking with a different level of thought than is typically applied. And it, we both got off the call after probably almost an hour and we were like, wow, that was amazing because it was something that happened in that space of collaboration, something that happened in that timeless space where neither one of us was looking at a clock or trying to just tick it off as a thing to do. We were able to begin to see things differently. We were able to shift our perspective and able to see the blind spots that each one of us had that the other was able to help illuminate. And so my my thinking is by having still that list of to-dos, so to speak, but instead playing for a result, really looking at what's the most important thing that's going to get me to that ultimate outcome, that big dream that I have. And so much of that goes back to coaching mentality is it's looking at, okay, what is it I want to accomplish any sports team when they begin to hit the court, the field, the court course, if it's golf, whatever it is, they have a plan like, okay, my goal is to get the ball down the court to the basket. Or my goal is to hit this little tiny ball, hundreds of yards towards a tiny little hole at the other end of the field. Um, Obviously I'm a really bad golfer, but I think to go about your day without an end game, without an idea of where you're trying to go is like hopping in your car and trying to get to LA and not knowing where you're at. You need that GPS. You need that sense of connection. You need that sense of direction so that you can ensure you're going the right way. And then you need to have feedback along the way. So this girlfriend and I were talking and she was saying she wasn't really clear on some of the metrics for her business. And without clarity about the metrics, it's impossible to grow anything. If you're trying to lose weight, but you don't know how much you weigh, well, again, it's difficult because you don't have that hard metric. If you're trying to get to LA from Nashville, well, you need to know, are you facing East or are you facing West? Because if you're facing East trying to get to LA, going to be a long journey. You're going to get to New York and realize you got to turn around and go the other way. So what are the guide points in your life? Where is it that you're hoping to get to and what is it you're measuring? It's often said if it's not measured, it's not real. So if you're trying to grow a business, are you trying to get X number of people in the door? If you're trying to lose weight? Are you trying to lose X number of pounds? If you're trying to gain more knowledge, are you going to read X number of books per month? What is it you're up to? Without a vision, people perish. We've heard that said for years and years and years. But what is your vision? Are you stuck in the day-to-day to-do list that you lose sight of the vision? and it's so easy to do. For me, I found a mission statement that I wrote when I was about 20, and it was tucked away in a coaching book I had that someone had given me when I was, I think, 22, and it was a book um, with material by Thomas Leonard, who founded Coachville, which is a school that I did my coaching training through, and if I look back at that vision, it's almost identical or very similar and in theme of what I would write if I were to write it now. So what's your vision? On my whiteboard right next to my list of big projects, I have one of my favorite quotes by Patanjali, and I'm going to leave you with this. Patanjali wrote the Yoga Sutras, which are kind of like the guidelines for yoga practice. Um, And it goes like this. When you're inspired by some great purpose some extraordinary project, all your thoughts break their bonds, your mind transcends limitations, your consciousness expands in every direction and you find yourself in a new, great and wonderful world. But you'll notice that doesn't say when you're stuck and mired in the day to day tasks to look and to do lists It's when you're inspired by some great purpose that extraordinary project that you're after, that big dream in your life, that's when the bonds are broken. So I encourage you to find that. Spend a couple moments today. Jot it down. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And go live your best life. Bye for now.